And are we going on vacation, Richard? <laughs> that fully work. Oh. So professional. I just drew it all over myself. Oh my god. <laughs> and the magic is over. <laughs> yes, Animate the World is currently on a tiny little break as Richard journeys away from us to the land of the rising sun. <laughs> But we did not want to leave you. There's that amazing Foley work again. We did not want to leave you um, wordless in silence and despair. So we are here to provide you with some wonderful light entertainment. Is that right, Richard? Oh, that's right, Kelly Smimo. You see, uh, Kelly has uh, been really. She's been really nice in that she always asks me to play the guess what. This anime is based on the name game. Um, and I've never offered to do it back to her. Um, yeah, because you're a bad boy. Yep, I'm a bad boy. He rides a scooter, a little Vespa. He's got his little um, perm. Oh, yeah. And he just scoots around. Definitely. And he got a big has no pompadour. friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a big pompadour. And he and carries around a bat. He doesn't even everywhere. play baseball. Absolutely. He <laughs> squat everywhere. Mm-hmm, definitely. <laughs> disgusting so we are going to play a little round a little bonus round of what could this anime be possibly about uh the way that it works i'm excited i'm excited too um the way that it works explain how it works oh yeah sure sure the way that works is i'm gonna give kelly an anime title and boy are there some interesting anime titles out there and she's gonna explain to me what the anime is about without knowing anything about it I just want to say right off the bat, I feel very confident. Um, my encyclopedic knowledge of anime is about 100%. Uh, I have fine-tuned my brainwaves to be right in touch with Hideaki So I know what he knows. He knows everything about anime. Because he and Miyazaki invented anime one night um, in 1880 uh, when they drew Goku together, <laughs> sharing the same pen. So... Um, I'm pretty ready. I'm revved up. I ate a lot of Japanese dirt. I'm good. I feel it in my bones. Um, Madoka's with me. She's the New Testament god. She knows what's up. So, yeah, foolproof is what I think. Is I'm, yeah, I'm going to win. May Madoka be with you and also with you. <laughs> so the first anime that I want you to explain to me, Callie, because you know about mm-hmm. it, yeah. Um, is a show Definitely. called Library Wars. This name actually sounds familiar. Oh, poop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I've never watched it or looked it up. Uh, but I think I've heard that name before. I don't know. Library Wars. Well, this is obvious. So I've actually experienced this. This is a this is an anime based on my life. I was lying earlier. This I know entire I wrote this script because when I was a young little sophomore in college over the summer, I worked in an archival library uh, of the Friends Historical Library, which is a Quaker library, you know, and Quakers, 
are pacifists. And we were neighbors with the Peace Collection, which was another library that kind of shared our storage space. And of course, the Peace Collection were also pacifists. And we hated each other bitterly because we were fighting for a limited amount of storage space. It's just your common story about a war over resources. And so we would put boxes to block off their aisles and then they would complain to us and we would have to move them and then we would complain back and it was just endless. And it was just a lot of angry old ladies. And it was incredible to see. And so I knew I had to bring this to Hidekeano. I, you know, linked up with his mind. And then we made Library Wars, which is basically a lucid adaptation of this. So it follows the story of um, a boy, of course, uh, who becomes a librarian. And he's the only boy librarian. And there's only other, there's only ladies um, librarians Big of all ladies. different breast sizes. And... <laughs> Uh, he, they have a fight where they throw books at each other, but it has to be very quiet. That's the that's the thing that's very interesting about the show. It's a silent film because it takes place inside a library. Um, and if anyone talks, they lose. So they're just throwing books at each other's, um, and it gets really bloody when a compass gets thrown and someone gets stabbed um, by the Yandere character. And yeah, oh, no. I don't want to spoil the ending, of course, but that's the basic premise of uh, of Library Wars. You know, I'm actually not sure if that's too far off from what Library Wars is about. <laughs> okay, so let me let me give you a little, little taste of what this is. So Library Wars tells the story of Kasahara Iku, the first woman to join the library task force. So it's oh, actually the opposite. <laughs> it's a reverse harem. Yes. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, in the near future Japan, the media enhancement law has been forced upon the population, censoring all books and media. Wow. That's a lot of stuff to censor. <laughs> what do people do? <laughs> Just sit all and media look at walls. Uh, to counter this, the Library Defense Force was created to protect themselves against the Media Enhancement Law Commission. All major libraries are fully equipped with a military task force who take it upon themselves <laughs> to protect the books and freedom of media of the people. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, that sounds interesting. No, definitely. It's like literal war over information, which I I, I thought it would just be books being thrown at each other, like you said. <laughs> Way more intriguing than I thought it would be. Is it any good? What's its rating? Uh, it's I'm looking ranked? it up now. I'm intrigued. 7.58. 7. So like... 5.8. That's not huh. great, is it? I mean, it is okay. That's pretty yeah. great. Uh, it's right. Um, action, military, comedy, romance. No etchy. That's my big thing. <laughs> That's Damn. all we need. That's all we need. Oh, it's it's from 2008. Interesting. I've definitely heard the term before. I heard I've heard of Library Wars, but I had no. I'd never looked it up. Huh. Mm -mm. This isn't what I was expecting. Interesting. Me neither. And like the main characters don't look awfully drawn. They look. It's, it seems interesting. They look like 2008. Yeah. <laughs> huh. All right, I would. What would you score me with that performance, Richard? You got at least a well, huh? So you talk. You mentioned libraries, so there's fifty percent, uh, and you mentioned war, so that's the other fifty percent. That's a hundred percent right there. I'm 100%. on a roll. A thousand points to Kelly Sviro in the first round. I'm killing it, killing it. Dang, legendary right here. Dang, performance. You want to hear the next Are one? Are you going to hit me with another one? Oh, yes. Yeah. Hit me with another one. I'm excited. This is fun. <laughs> oh, I'm going to save this one till later because I think it's really <laughs> good. That one's going to be later. Okay. Um, 
The next one, oh, you may not like this. So, <laughs> oh. okay. It's called Ishoni Sleeping, which roughly translates to Sleeping with Me. Um, oh. Uh, Ishoni Sleeping, Sleeping with Hinako. Okay. <laughs> um, so, this sounds like you, what, on first glance, you think that this is just one of your run of the mill super etchy drunk girl and this boy keeps falling into her while she's sleeping and it's like oh god boobs you know that's what you think but here's the creator of this show is actually pushing boundaries and really being thinking outside the box um because sleeping with what's her name uh, hinako hinako is um actually about this young girl and her stuffed animal hinako and her growing up and being very attached to this stuffed animal. And then it's like a period drama. It's like very, it's a character study on this girl and her anxiety as she grows up and realizes she can't just keep sleeping with her doll because she's a grown woman. Oh, and like man. her discovering her inner strength. And it's just this powerful statement about, you know, women and like their inner power. And it's just, it's a beautiful story and it really transcends time and culture and it's become a really a highlighted feminist piece um within our cultural medium uh and so it's just <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's what it's definitely about right right Is i was wondering how far you could go with that that was impressive <laughs> that's uh that's what it's about right <laughs> that uh you're not far off so the main difference uh is that you uh, gave a plot to this anime. Um, and that's, that's, everything else was pretty spot on, except for the fact that you gave a plot to it. Um, okay. So, Ishoni Sleeping is, ooh, okay. So, it has one episode. The episode is 50 minutes long. Oh my god. And the thing is, it is about Hinako, uh, and what she does is she lies on a bed and sleeps. Um, and you put this on, watchers will put this on, and then they go to sleep, and she's supposed to keep you company while you sleep. Oh my god. What? Like like those ASMR channels? Yeah, no, definitely. It's just like that. Okay, I'm looking this up. Oh! I think there's another reason for this. <laughs> Based on the poster. Yeah, it's not, yeah. I, they say it's for sleeping. Um... <laughs> but then I'm just realizing wow. now that there are two spin-offs. Um oh no. There's training with Hinako and then there's bath time with Hinako. Oh, wonderful. I... The only genre on this is etch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. When I initially did research on this, I saw it as it's a sleeping aid. But I don't think that's what this is. Oh my god. Wait, I'm reading these reviews. There's a review. Okay, there's the only review that gives it 10 stars, okay? And this is what the review is. First, they quote the LA Free Press. Without precedent in the purity of its confrontation with the essence of cinema, the relationships between illusion and fact, space and time, subject and object, it is the first post-war hall, post-minimal movie, one of the few films to engage those higher conceptual orders which occupy modern painting and sculpture. It has recently been triumphed as a 
are described as a triumph of contemplative cinema. Bye. I'm out. No more. Obviously, for the uninitiated, this will seem like academic wankery, which is a shame because the film really says something very important about cinema and the way we consume film. And then he goes on for like seven paragraphs, and I really hope he's a troll. And it's so funny. Meanwhile, the one on top, the, the, the first review, which gives it a rating of two, is says, In this anime, you get to watch an overly enthusiastic schoolgirl sleep with you while acting like a five-year-old, making nasally <laughs> noises with this cat face. Thus begins a 50-minute mystery journey that ends with a stunning revelation. Sleeping with Hinako is a prequel to Bleach and a sequel to the movie Inception. <laughs> Hear me out. And then it goes on for like seven paragraphs with this theory. Oh my god. Well, this certainly has sparked some interesting discussion, hasn't it? (laughs) Oh my god. Amazing. Well, Mm -hmm. Richard, really a true gem you found here. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't realize it was that bad. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, okay. I've got two more that I really, really want to hit. Um... All right. Okay, so this one, yeah, get ready. This one's gonna be a little hard. Quasar Mm -hmm. of Stigmata. Quasar of Stigmata. Yes. Okay, this sounds like one of those BS sci-fi shows. Ding 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 Um, ding ding ding. ding. (laughs) Quasar of Stigmata. Here's what I'm imagining. There, we're in the sci-fi world in the distant future, and there's a war happening. And so we're going to follow this scrappy boy who wants to defeat everything, and he's a soldier now, but then he's going to learn about the horrors of war and that the other side also matters. And it's just that they have a stigma against them that we're so angry about them. Mm. And it takes place at Squit Quasar of Stigmata. Stigmata is the planet. And their quasar is actually a, a, it's an army unit in this future. That's a quasar is about a gaggle of children in, in uniforms. Ah, um, I see. And so, yeah, we follow this scrappy young man, um, very angry. Um, probably his mom died mm, uh, because woman pain is very potent in the future. It really, mm. it fuels your guns. <laughs> makes them fire lasers because I'm assuming they're firing lasers at this point in the future. Um, maybe he has a plucky robot sidekick and like a dumb uh, girlfriend who isn't a girlfriend yet but becomes a girlfriend and uh, she claims she's very good but she's very incompetent because you know women can't fire guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um, and he probably has another friend who is very strong jawed and like kind of a senpai role and he'll probably die like midway and he'll be the only likable character mm-hmm. um and yeah in the end it turns out they were all robots there we go <laughs> i did it how'd i do you did okay so um i mean <laughs> so there is a lot of women but they're not oh, okay. portrayed well so you got that um great <laughs> And there's a guy who seems to be angry based on his picture. He at least looks dark and stormy, uh, and not in the uh. drink sense, like in the uh, in the in the troubled sense. Um, so, uh. at Saint Mihalov Academy, a series of serial murders have <laughs> taken place, with all the victims being young women. Great. Oh, okay. <laughs> who is this rampant culprit, and which beautiful maiden will fall prey to his evil next? 
after a horrible day of being bullied by their classmates, the adopted sisters, uh, Maifu Oribe and Tomo uh, Yamanobe, oh, I'm going to have a terrible time in Japan, stumble across an injured young man <laughs> and decide to bring him back to their place to recover. That very night, uh, Mafuyu gets attacked by the infamous serial killer. Strangely, he demands not her life, but instead an icon left behind by Tomo's father. Uh, then it turns okay. out that the mysterious young man is able to rescue them because it turns out that he is something called a quasar, which are individuals <laughs> capable of controlling scientific elements. Um, oh. Oh. Wow. What crap. Uh, it gets a little bit worse. Um, oh, great. The thing is, they quasars can't get the elements normally, like an alchemist or something. They have to get it... <laughs> Oh, you're not going to like this. They have to get it from breast milk. Oh! <laughs> delightful. Um, don't you just love anime? Don't you love don't you anime? you love everything about anime? It's great. No, it's not problematic at uh, all. But yeah. He can make a giant scythe, and apparently it has great fight scenes. Um, And the description says it's far from fan service. Um, oh, wait, no. Whoopsie daisy. It doesn't shy away from fan service. So that means there's lots of it. Um, and I don't know how he gets the breast milk, but I'm very concerned. <laughs> We're all scared. Okay, okay. Ah, but the the last one is less sexy. I don't know if it's not sexy, but it's less sexy. Richard, why have all the animes you've given me se- be se- been sexual? I mean, I looked for bad animes, and they gave me all etchies. <laughs> it turns out the Venn diagram of etchies... And bad anime is a circle. Yes, statistics. Who would have thought? Science. That's crazy. Wow, we could publish this now as a study, a scientific study. Okay, this is the last one, and I love it. <laughs> Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Go. Oh my god, this sounds like Richard's favorite, <laughs> is what it is. So, what I'm imagining is it's uh, a child-friendly show. Um, Lucifer, he's our plucky angel who's just been defeated by God. Um, and he's got a hammer made out of biscuits that he likes to nibble on. Um, and it gives him power, uh, when he nibbles on it. And he realizes that to get back, um, on good graces, he has to, um, fight a series of people, um, but not, like, fight in a physical sense, because he's Lucifer and he would win. Instead, he has to fight them through a series of card games. Um, and everyone has fantastic hair. And by fantastic, I mean god-awful. Uh, and so the thing is, though, that uh, Lucifer is not good at the card game. So at the end of each card game that he loses, he throws down his mighty biscuit hammer and just kills the other person. And so it's it's a very controversial take because he is the main character and we're supposed to be sympathizing with him. But he is also Lucifer, so we um, shouldn't be surprised. Um, and in the end, he uh, he dips his little biscuit hammer in some milk and he eats it on his throne and the world is plunged into darkness and it's oh, just it's no. like really nice and it's about you know a tight 12 episode or you know nine episodes of filler but like the tight tight 12 episodes <laughs> and that's lucifer and the biscuit hammer and um yeah i think that was 10 out of 10 right that's 10 out of 10 very very good um except there were only 10 episodes so oh dang I forgot about... See, I was counting OVAs that may or may not exist, but I know they were in production. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, actually, I love the description to Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Um, 
like the quick my description summary. or the real one? Oh, your description the most. Uh, <laughs> I kind of prefer it to the actual description of Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, which is less exciting because there are no card games and great hair. Um, the real description is Lizard Knight and college student attempt to save the Earth from a what? biscuit hammer poised to crack the, the planet in half. Um, so the world is in mortal peril. Sir Noy Croissant, I think is his name. <laughs> Uh, and he's a lizard knight. He's been sent to uh, oh my God. to gain the the aid of a great warrior. It turns out that the great warrior is some nerd who goes to high school. <laughs> and uh, there's lots of fun and games while they try to fight over who's the the if he's really a hero or not. I'm going to send you a picture, Kelly, of what the lizard knight looks like because I love him. He's okay. just a big lizard. <laughs> Wait, 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 I got I'm this. I'm waiting for this. it. I got this. I'm at the edge of my seat, listeners. <laughs> He's just a giant. I don't think there's anything knightly about this lizard. This is just a lizard. Also a very hairy lizard. A very hairy um, lizard. We're going to have to include this image. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's way better than I thought it could ever be. Um, I don't know if you started listening to the Penumbra podcast, even though I told you to. And also, listeners, hey, a plug. The Penumbra podcast is great. In it, my favorite character is, like, a lizard who's in love with a knight. And so this is weird. Whoa, that's the same thing right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I I have a lot of ties with lizard characters. (laughs) Do I have to watch this now? Because there's a lizard in it? Is that what that means? I definitely think so. Absolutely. Yes, please. Uh, How many? There's 10 episodes? That's it? Yeah. Oh, wait a second. This is a manga. Whoopsie daisy. (laughs) I broke the game. I did the wrong thing. Wow. You broke our one rule. Our one rule is that it has to be moving. (laughs) Wow. This is, first of all, there's 10 volumes and 65 chapters. That would not be 10 episodes. I'm pretty sure it's about 10 episodes. (laughs) This is from 2005 to 2010. Wow. Dang. This is not going to get an anime, I guess. Oh, poop. <laughs> it hasn't yet. It, does, it has an 8.5. Kelly, this is our big chance. We can make Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. That sounds like a plan. I guess Excellent. we have to do it now. We're committing yeah. ourselves. We're I committing can play ourselves. the lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I was trying to stick my tongue out a lot and realize that we're not in a visual <laughs> medium and that joke would fall flat. And it did. The sounds were really I good. I apologize. Mm-hmm. I hate you. <laughs> I, but you did so well. You gave me such good descriptions. So I have something for you. Oh, really? And I'm springing this on you, but I don't think a game of this is complete without me giving you Yay. one. And so, and I thought I would start with a little something delightful that you could really play with. Um, and it is an anime called Cat Soup. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go with the, I know what this anime is really about. It's about people eating cats in a soup. And I hate that. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you what I want the show to be about. It's going to be called Soup Cat. And in Soup Cat, it's about a chef cat who has an adorable little hat. And he makes soup for all the townspeople. And he's really fat and he's really cute. And he puts lots of fish in it because cats love fish and cream. And then he just cooks, and every week he makes a new soup. And it's actually an instructional series. Like, it's like food television. Like, like when 
Giada De La Rente, I forget her name. When all the people on Food Network tell me how to cook, it'll be that, but with a cat who's animated. Um, mm-hmm. cat soup. That's delightful. Mm-hmm. I'd really want to watch that, and now I want that to be a thing. So, here's the bad news is that that's not what this show's about at all. Oh, no. But the good news is it's not what you think it is either. Yay! Uh, it's something else. So, Cat Soup is an anime, but it's only an OVA, so there's only one episode since about half an hour. Mm. And its genres are listed as comedy, psychological, (laughs) and it is rated R. (laughs) Here's the synopsis. The main character, a cat named Nyato, get it? Nyato? Embarks upon a journey to save his sister's soul, which was ripped in two when Nyato tried to save her from death. She trails after him, brain dead. They encounter many brilliant, mind-bending situations, beginning with a disturbing magic show. And that's it. Oh my god. And the poster is very, has very cute cats on it. But I'm assuming it's a very upsetting show. <laughs> this looks very upsetting. Just looking at these cats, they're terrifying me right now. They have very large eyes that mm-hmm. stare into your soul. But they have a nice little flower. That's nice. <laughs> oh, the cat sister. Soup. Cat soup. Cat soup. I'm at cat soup. <laughs> Why are you shouting at me? I'm at the cat soup store. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, so that's our bonus episode of the week. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with a proper episode, and they'll probably be even better in quality because Richard will come back and he'll be so engorged on anime <laughs> trivia and knowledge that really it'll just be a one-man show where he runs the whole thing, and we'll really we'll reach stardom, won't we, Richard? Absolutely. I will ascend to the higher anime plane. I will become anime. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, <laughs> he will become his own greatest mistake. Absolutely. Uh, and I'll be two dimensional, which means I won't be able to interact with you three dimensional scrubs, uh, <laughs> who haven't ascended to the next dimension. Um, so yeah, have fun <laughs> down on the normal people plane. Well said, well said, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, well, I guess until next time. That's all we have for you. Absolutely. We want to thank the Fat Rap for letting us use this song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, if you ever want to send anything our way, you can email us at animatetheworldcast at gmail.com. Next week, we'll talk about something, I guess, since we're not watching anything. Yeah. And stuff will happen, and a podcast will be posted. But until then... Bye-bye. See you, Nora. Oh, God. <laughs>